The gate wasn't very welcoming. To one side, it had a sign tacked on it, which declared in neon orange on black, private property, keep out. To the other side, the sign declared, absolutely no trespassing. And down the rickety white fence that led either side of the gate, these signs adorned the peeling painted wood at odd but frequent intervals. In the end, Magdalene's last lighthouse keeper was a little crotchety. The real estate agent murmured under his breath, sitting beside me in his Chevy SUV as he drove us through the opened gate. I looked beyond the gate to the lighthouse in front of us. Unlike from afar, up close the outbuildings of the lighthouse looked as dilapidated as the fence. Their white paint and black trim flaking and faded, some of the red shingles on the roofs askew or missing altogether. The lighthouse, on the other hand, was a gleaming white with glossy black trim beacon of beauty rising five stories in the air. The top two stories all windows, other interesting windows dotted here and there down its circumference. And to end, there was startling green grass that fed into gray rock cliffs that led to the blue sea and blue sky, with tufted clouds acting as the backdrop for its magnificence. And suddenly... Seeing it all that close, I was finally becoming excited about this adventure. It's a sign, my darling. It couldn't be anything but. You're meant to be in Maine. And when I'm gone, when you write the end to this chapter of your life, that's where your next chapter starts. The one that leads to a happy ending. That was what Patrick said to me two days before he died. And one could read from the fact that Patrick died that that particular chapter did not have a happy ending. Now, when he said it, he'd been significantly drugged up due to the pain caused by the cancer eating away at his body, most specifically his brain. But in weeks where his lucidity wasn't exactly something you could count on, when he'd said that to me, his voice was firm and his eyes were clear. It's automated now, the real estate agent said, taking me out of my thoughts. I looked to him to see we were parked, and he was opening his door and lugging his large body out of the car. I opened my door, following suit, and slammed it, calling, I'm sorry, what? He looked over the hood of the car to me. The lighthouse. It's automated now. Oh, I mumbled, the breeze blowing my hair and my scarf all around, plastering my jacket to me, taking my barely there word and wisping it away on the wind was automated in 1992, he shared. That's when the old owner started to get crotchety. Tending a lighthouse wasn't the easiest thing on the planet to do, but when it was automated, it was just about keeping it maintained and making sure the generators were fueled in case the power went out. After years of having something to do, something important, all of a sudden he didn't have that. Because of what happened to him, I tell my wife, I don't care if I'm organizing kitchen cupboards. Give me something to do every day until the day I die. He delivered this wisdom and then started trudging up to the gleaming black painted wood door at the side of the house. It had a fabulous old black gooseneck light over the door. Heck, even if the place wasn't absolutely glorious, which it was, I'd buy the damned thing because of that light. So that said... The agent went on as he inserted a skeleton key. Yes, a skeleton key into the keyhole in the door. You decide to take that on? It's not tough. He turned his attention to me before he opened the door. It's taking on other stuff, in all honesty. 
Not that you won't get the gist of it the second you walk in. That might be iffy.